and welcome to StarkCast. I'm Joe Stark, and tonight I am talking with my buddy Paul Hart. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm so stoked to be I talking so to you too. again, dude. And it, it really, it's been a long time since we've been on StarkCast, but it yeah, hasn't been dude. that long since we talked, because I was just on the animated backcast with you and Rebecca. That's true, but that's like fucking minor leagues compared to StarCast. This is the one that matters. Sorry, Rebecca. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm so glad you. that you're back with it, dude. I really me miss too. listening to those episodes. I think this is number four for me. Fuck, it I, might I, be. I, I think, think I right. did two regular, and then I did one with Rod. Frostbite, comic talk. Fr- dude, man, that was my favorite one. It <laughs> was my favorite one of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that was a good time. I think we were all pretty wasted talking about comic books. Oh, I know. I think I was wasted for all... Two of all three of us, I can I, I can count. I think I'm still feeling effects from that night. Hell yeah, dude! Dude, man, I fucking haven't talked to Rod in forever. I miss that guy. Yeah, well, you guys are gonna have to talk because that next uh, season of Stranger Things is coming up. It is, yes, and yes, it you is. Should really do it. Turn it up to eleven. <laughs> oh, we should, man. We should. I didn't even. I wasn't able to do the last one. You had to fill in for me. Well, yeah, but I, I think like, you'd be able to pull it off now. Yeah, totally. I mean, you had some stuff going on and whatnot. Yeah, I do. Just you know, just a little bit. Fucking. Yeah, I was trying to think of something slick to say, but crickets, nothing. <laughs> 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 Witty, not working. I need to finish out my soundboard and get crickets on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do it, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, oh, man. On that last episode of Animated Batcast, when you guys were talking about the Hush News. Yes, I was, sir. I was, if, I, if it weren't already in my mind that I was like, all right, I'm going to be talking to Paul in a few hours, I would have been texting you. But um, Hush has always been one of my favorite runs. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah, totally. And I think one of the things that makes it my favorite is the Jim Lee art. And so yeah. I'm wondering how much of that is going to get lost in the scene in the animated version, because obviously it's going to be in that same style as the other ones. And so it's like, man, none of the Jim Lee characters will actually be depicted on the screen. Granted, it'll show the story and the plot and Hush is really good, but it's bittersweet to me. Oh yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. Um, like, do we have confirmation they're not going to adapt his style of art on that movie? Or I'm pretty sure that we've seen like okay, bits yeah, from trailers true. and stuff, and it looks just like all the, the all other the regular. Designs, yeah. yeah, I gotta say, if you haven't seen it yet, man, Batman vs TMNT or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is one of the best animated movies they've done in years. Oh shit, I haven't seen that one yet. What's it on? Man, um. It's not on DC Universe because it is a joint DC animation and Nickelodeon venture. Oh, okay. So um, I got it on my Movies Anywhere account if you want to borrow passwords or something. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Fucking Pillsbury, <laughs> Pillsbury Joe over here. <laughs> Someone just touched your belly. <laughs> <laughs> I got way too excited about that. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Rebecca Romaine is going to be low slain in Hush. That's, that's pretty awesome. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. That's and Jerry cool. O'Connell is Superman. Aren't they, aren't they like married in real life? 
that's a possibility. I'm not really up on that yeah. news, I guess. <laughs> well, way to call me out, sir. No. <laughs> I know, I'm shockingly uninformed. because I have my subscription to National Enquirer. <laughs> I'm shockingly uninformed about way too many topics. Oh, yeah, no, that, that, I mean, I don't think that's an informed topic, sir, of who Rebecca <laughs> Romaine is having in between her sheets. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's... <laughs> Um, so that animation style in that, uh, the, the hush, I think yeah. that those pretty much started with like the justice league war and it's kind of carried through because all those have looked pretty much the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But do that fucking justice league war one. I loved it when that was on Netflix. I watched the shit out of that. Yeah. I think I just watched that on DC universe a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing I was most excited about for with um, uh, getting DC Universe was just being able to watch the cartoons that had been on Netflix for so long, you know, yeah. like Young Justice and Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and all that. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, like I watched the hell out of those when I first got the DC Universe app, but recently I've been really diving more into the animated Batman and. Um, uh, Superman the animated series also we've just kind of yeah. bouncing back and forth and uh in working our way through them but man I love having such easy access to those apps because you know with with the different talk of the DC Universe app potentially going away I was looking up how much it would cost to buy all those seasons and man to own all of Batman the animated series on digital it's about $20 a season yeah it's it's pretty insane so I I definitely think you're getting your your money's worth for now, at least until they just start canceling everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is it like seven dollars a month right now? Yeah, or like nine ninety nine, something like that. It's it's fairly it's fairly reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely seven or eight bucks. Okay. Um, it's not too bad. I wasn't one of those people that paid for the whole year though. I, no, I could, no. I can see if you jumped into that, you'd definitely be like, "What the fuck?" If you cancel early, <laughs> you know? right? Or if they decide to just cancel it now, like, what the fuck are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Dude. all these show. <laughs> fuck. Man, that would suck so much. I really, really hope they don't do that, but. No, because I think that debuted last September, so. And I think you bought a 15-month subscription if you paid for it in full. Like, you got an extra three months, so if you can make it till they can make it to January, you're good. <laughs> yeah, they won't be point. movie pass 2.0 oh my gosh yeah and you know that was one of those things i never i never bought into but but i'm also the you know i i go to the theater a lot more now than i ever did before but uh okay i i don't think it, it it's never been a, a a big enough thing to where i would have bought one of those passes so i kind of skated by on that and just read people's uh <laughs> kind of horrifying reports you know on social media yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Just hear them bitching about it, and yeah, I definitely. I mean, they were friends of ours for the most part, which kind of sucked. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you never want to see anybody go through shit like that. But then again, it wasn't my money, so I wasn't too <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right? I'm just such a nice guy. It reminds me of something from. Uh, I think it's uh, Life, the Universe, and Everything Else, the Douglas Adams book, where um, 
uh, the one guy's uh, spaceship has an invisibility field around it that's called somebody else's problem. Because people <laughs> just naturally ignore somebody else's problem. Yes. So that's what keeps the spaceship invisible. <laughs> that is clever as shit. Oh, my God. Did you ever read any of those Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books? I have not. Oh, man. They are so good. Did you see the movie? Uh, I have not. Oh, man. You should definitely. You, if you like like British humor, you should definitely check it out. Dude, uh, and isn't Sam Rockwell in that? Yes, he is. He is a fucking dude. That guy is. He is very underrated. I know, like, ooh, he was in fucking Iron Man 2, Justin Hammer, or whatever. I loved his but, character uh, in that. Yeah, yeah, but, like, he's in this movie called Moon. Yes! I'm. Oh, dude, I was going to bring that up. I've seen that dude, one, too. That movie is fucking trippy, man. It is so fucking trippy. And I think he's, like, the only person in that movie. God, I'm trying to think back. It was It was several years ago. I remember I was in a I was on a rock climbing trip in the Red River Gorge in Kentucky and I was hanging out with my buddy Troy and he just put it on on his laptop. And he's like, you've never seen this before. And so I pretty much just sat alone in a camper and just watched that movie, you know, like 18 inches away from a laptop screen. Yeah, no, that's that that's fucking good. And he was also in that movie George Clooney directed called The like Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, where it was about the. It was about the host of the Gong Show. Was it Chuck Barris? Yeah, dude, that movie's fucking insane. He plays Chuck Barris. Yeah, I didn't see the movie, but that's one of those ones where I vividly remember the trailers. Yeah, that, dude, that's a really good movie, man. I am, man, I am so far behind on like watching movies. I've got like the biggest list that I need to eventually get to of things that I've never ever heard a bad thing about, but I've just never. Like I to this day I still haven't seen Ex Machina. I've heard nothing bad about it. I've heard only Yeah, that movie is pretty great. Wait, there's another one. <laughs> like I had free time earlier before we recorded and I went through Netflix for like 10 15 minutes just being like, should I watch this one? Oh, no, should I watch this one? And I I eventually settled on Ip Man. Have you ever seen that? I have not, but Brian has talked enough about it where I just feel like I need to watch it now. And that is exactly what made me stop on it and hit play. And so I went into this only knowing that it was a martial arts movie. And it was really incredible. It's a period piece that takes place right before World War II starts and then during World War II. There's a bit of like a time jump in the movie. And it is really, really amazing. All the the choreography for all the fighting and everything is fantastic. The character that... um, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Uh, Donnie Yen, the character okay, that he plays, yeah. is so fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, the movie was just really, really good on several levels. And Brian was not joking when he was, you know, giving it the glowing recommendation. It's it's definitely worth checking out. And it's just on Netflix, so super accessible. Yeah, I should seriously check that out, man. Um, you know, I get that way too, where I turn it on Netflix and I'm like, oh man, like I need to watch something new. And then I usually just end up watching fucking that 70s show or The Office for like the one billionth time in a row. <laughs> you go back to the comfort food TV, right? Exactly. Because it's like good shit. background noise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do the same shit, man. And what was funny is before I settled on Ip Man, I was thinking, okay, just what are you doing? You're just going to put it on how the universe works and watch one of those episodes for the millionth time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, man. Um, 
No, but I, I definitely need to watch that because growing up in my house, um, my my father was huge into like all anything action. You know, of course, it was anything Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone, but it was the end all be all when I was a kid was Bruce Lee. So I just grew up loving like any martial arts movie, man. So I need to see these it these it man movies, man, for real. Yeah, you will fucking dig it, dude. If if you really like martial arts movies, you'll love those. And um, there's uh, some really cool info that it shows at the very end of the movie. And if you're a huge Bruce Lee fan, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna watch all that. Dude, man, I really am. Bruce Lee is fucking. He was amazing. Oh yeah, he was <laughs> so incredible, so intense, you know, and. Uh, like like and, and he just had like like not only was he like intense and he was like a fucking badass but like he was wise as fuck too like have you ever read some of his quotes that uh, just stuff that bounces up on memes on social media and so you know those are sometimes suspect yeah well yeah i mean you can't believe everything you fucking hear on the internet that's how world war 1 started but yeah. i mean <laughs> Have you ever seen the meme where it says, uh, anything's a dildo if you're brave enough, Abraham Lincoln? (laughs) Dude, dude, man, when I was on spring break, I had a friend text me. She's a fucking idiot. I I love her to death, but she's a fucking moron. She sends me this thing. She's like, is this fucking true? And it was like Ben Affleck was at a grocery store or he was like at a he was at a store and there's this young kid in front of him that was trying to buy a Batman comic book and he didn't have enough money and Ben Affleck felt bad and he bought him the comic book and he said, you know what, you can do anything, even become Batman. It was like that young boy grew up to be Michael Keaton. She's like, is this true? I'm like, yep, <laughs> that's 100 percent true. Ben Affleck inspired Michael Keaton to become Batman. And she's like, wait a minute. I just looked him up online. Michael Keaton's older than Ben Affleck. I don't think this is true. I'm like, no, I think it is. I think that's a hundred percent historical. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's like those people that got all upset about the picture of um, Steven Spielberg next to the animatronic Triceratops from the first Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> be like, oh, he shouldn't have killed that animal. And it's like, really? <laughs> yes. It's like, yes. Steven Spielberg goes trophy hunting for dinosaurs. He's part of a very exclusive club. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I bet he does. He, if anybody is part of a Triceratops hunting club, it's it's Steven Spielberg. That's <laughs> I, I have no doubt about that. <laughs> Him and James Cameron. Yeah. James oh. Cameron. He only hunts things underwater, though. Yeah, what a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> down there, like searching for the crack, and he wants to battle it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. Yeah, are you ready for like the next seventeen avatars? <laughs> I wasn't prepared for the first one. <laughs> Dude, for real. Man, like, I I loved it the first time I saw it when it was called Ferngully. Thought it was Dances amazing. with Wolves? Yeah. Man, I watched the shit out of Dances with Wolves when I was a kid. Okay, that's a good movie, man. It is good, but it's also super sad. It is super sad, but isn't Kevin Costner better with the beard? Like, I feel like when he shaves the beard, you're just like, meh, I'm not that invested anymore. <laughs> 
I don't know. He didn't have the beard in the Robin Hood movie he was in, and I loved that. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Oh, Alan, Alan fucking Rickman. And Morgan Freeman, too. And Christian That's Slater. Right. Dude, okay, Christian Slater is a... F- dude, I love Christian Slater. Have you ever seen the show Mr. Robot? No, but I've heard you talk about it in like really, really positive terms. Man, that show's awesome. He is, he like, he's having cut, like, I feel like he kind of put himself back on the map. I mean, obviously not super onto the map because he's not like, not like Keanu Reeves style where Keanu Reeves is all of a sudden like America's husband. But like, (laughs) it really made me respect Christian Slater. Like, I always just thought of him as kind of like, you know, like, I don't want to say boy toy or whatever, but just kind of eye candy for the girls in the 80s and 90s. But like in this, man, he is really given some acting acting like he's doing it wasn't he in gleaming the cube yes yes he was skateboarding movie wasn't it hell yeah vaguely remember that i always liked christian slater too though (laughs) do you you remember in basketball where they had the joke about the little kid on the operating table they said he smelled (laughs) like christian slater because he was so fucking (laughs) drunk of course so I of mean. course I remember that because that movie takes place in fucking Milwaukee cuz any movie about fucking dumbass people takes place in Milwaukee. <laughs> Dude, basketball was amazing. It had so many fucking brilliant parts in it. Oh my god, when he's fucking licking that like that his mom's vibrator or something. <laughs> She's like, "What are you guys doing in my mom's room?" <laughs> I got one of your mom's pubic hairs in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not I'm not squeaks and don't call me bitch. I think after they win that first game and they don't get the girls and he's like, first we get the khakis. <laughs> <laughs> like, aren't they doing CPR and the hot dog is going like in and out of the owner's mouth like it's flying up and going right back in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> god it's borderline racist but when he's in that um when he's in that sweatshop and all the hard hats they're wearing are shaped like turbans <laughs> dude <laughs> shit dude. always cracked me up <laughs> it's like that's so fucking wrong yeah it, it, it it's wrong but jesus christ it's not like fisher stevens wrong no, fucking the, short circuit dude yeah yeah that's that's a very true thing I, i'm glad that hollywood is seemingly on the way i mean if they can stop casting white people in clearly asian roles you know we're looking at you tilda swinton (laughs) (laughs) well at least they didn't make her asian in that she was you know uh celtic right yeah that celtic celtic i have no idea how to say say words well if it's anything irish you just say drunk (laughs) 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 truth hashtag just saying <laughs> did you um did you ever listen to that dennis leary comedy album that came out in the 90s called no cure for cancer and he had songs at the end of it and one of them was the asshole song and the other one was the irish song no <laughs> irish song is just we drink and we drink and we drink and we die <laughs> pretty much so fucked up pretty much as i'm sipping my whiskey right now oh man dude i I was going to get some, I was going to booze it up tonight. And then I decided instead to have rock star. So we'll see how that goes. There you go. I can 
talk really fast and stumble over my words. It'd basically yeah. sound like a Quentin Tarantino interview where you're like, how much blow is that guy on? Dude. <laughs> Dude, man, how excited, like, like, are you, are you pretty pumped to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I'm really, really excited about it. One thing I got to admit, though, is that I haven't seen his last uh, few movies, even though I've heard that they're so fucking good. I just haven't had a chance to see them yet. And I'm okay, a little ashamed. So, so we're talking about what? Hateful Eight? You haven't seen that one? I've not seen that. I haven't seen Django. Dude, Django. Django, I think I'll go on record and say Django is my favorite Tarantino movie. Oh, nice. I know. I've heard so many good things. I've seen lots of memes and stuff off of it. I just, yeah, it's, I've been too long stuck in like that, uh, you know, TV's got to be on something PG, PG-13 mode. Yeah, man, dude, I'm getting there now because before I could get away with some of that shit because they were a little too younger. But now it's just fucking pinky malinky on kids Netflix 24-7 when they're over here because they're repeating everything. Yeah, there's certain programming that I do not miss out on having to watch. But then there's other little kids programming that like I genuinely miss. Yeah, that dude, man, like I don't know if you've heard this Pinky Malinky show is fucking amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard of it. It doesn't sound familiar. Listen to us being fucking dads. It's it's literally a fucking it's like a Nickelodeon show on Netflix and it's like everyone is human. It's a cartoonist done mockumentary style like the office and parks and rec and modern family. But like everyone's human except for this like hot dog that is like a human, but he's a hot dog Hmm. and he's got like bi and he's got like biracial parents. It's fucking, it gets off the wall, but they deal with like, like in not like a flat out like hysterical way, but they deal with like some kind of heavy issues. Like he has a pet that dies and shit like that. And just like, it's like my kids, they die laughing during it. I'm fucking sitting over here, you know, fucking busting up laughing. But yeah, it's, you know, if, if you got younger kids, I, I would give pinky Malinky a try. Yeah. My youngest one's seven and okay. I don't know. He, he really put, they both really push away. Like if we try and like, as a joke, like put on like the backyard or something like that, mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is baby stuff. We're like, you used to like it and you used to dance to it. <laughs> well, man, dude, like, I don't know how long dude, my son, he, he's, he just turned four and he is still obsessed with Mickey mouse. And that is probably the worst thing as a parent, as a single income public school teacher to have your son addicted to is Mickey fucking mouse. Cause yeah. anything with the Disney logo on it automatically raises it by at least $300. That's it could be like a say. five cent toy. And it's like, okay, you go to the checkout and you need to fucking take out a second mortgage on your house. <laughs> it's just a sippy cup with his face on it. Give us $500. Oh, okay. <laughs> the mouse merch. Dude, for real, man. Fucking Mickey. They're very proud of those bulbous ears. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. And like the, but they're smart as fuck because they're always reinventing that goddamn mouse. And I swear to God, it's all to sell toys. Like now they got Mickey and the Roadster Racers, where it's like, it's Mickey Mouse, but NASCAR Mickey Mouse. So now you're just buying Hot Wheels with a mouse head on top of it for an extra $30. It's awesome. God, with the, I remember the boys were always watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I watched a oh, lot God. of that. 
food. I heard hot that dog, theme song. hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. dog. <laughs> we got ears. It's time for cheers. <laughs> dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Bum 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 bum. <laughs> it's that one. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. I forgot about that. <laughs> And it's fucking, been long enough that some of it's starting to leak out, you know, and <laughs> not remembering all of it. And sometimes I find myself because it's one of those shows where they like ask you like, you know, like they ask you a question, they pause and they fucking like wait for you to answer. Sometimes I catch myself answering, you know, like, <laughs> like, like how many triangles do you see? Oh, you're like Mickey, I see three. And you're like, oh, shit, dude. Like I just I just fucking talked to my TV and I was proud of myself for knowing that. There was three triangles on the screen. You fucking loser. Do you, do you remember the road rally episode where it was like a yes. double length one? And at one point they had to stop and find out like what bush. And, they, and like Goofy's like, is it behind the triangle bush? And it's like. <laughs> Goofy just said triangle bush. Triangle bush. And I think that's the episode where Toodles becomes a little bitch because like goofy gets the cool like car that can do everything that's right your toodles does become a little bitch because that was the first episode where they had toodles talking and it's yeah, like toodles i don't know if talking. i like this no and because toodles is always like you know toodles is the guy that just for some reason is able to predict the future and he has like four tools that will help you and one's a mystery <laughs> but goofy was fucking cock blocking him on everything and at the end like i thought toodles was gonna kill himself he had no purpose <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode in which toodles learns to just shut the fuck up and not have a face <laughs> yeah the fucking mystery mouse toodles a razor blade so toodles can slit his fucking wrist like god damn <laughs> This episode gets real dark. Oh, yeah, dude. This fucking <laughs> after-school special. <laughs> Tools just has ketchup, Emmett. I swear to God. He's <laughs> very messy with his fries. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the Picasso of French fries. <laughs> Those are vitamins. Those aren't like an overdose of Oxy. Turn away. <laughs> Turn oh, away. <laughs> 26 minutes in. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> this is what we've gotten to. <laughs> Come on, dude, man. You knew. You knew. You knew this was oh, going to happen. Oh, without <laughs> a doubt. Oh, no. I have things in the notes. So we just got to warm up <laughs> to the real crazy shit. <laughs> All right, dude. I, I can't wait to get to the crazy shit. <laughs> um, uh, have, uh, have you noticed the end of the Spider-Verse is on Netflix now? I, I have. I almost watched it, and then I realized I was going to record with you in 20 minutes. I'm like, ah, maybe I can get it in. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it already? No. You haven't seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. You don't have to get all like high-pitchy voice about that, man. Just just, just relax a little bit. <laughs> just, just relax a little bit. The movie, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like fucking Italian high-pitchy. Hey, you haven't seen the movie, huh? What the fuck's the matter with you, huh? I'm sorry, Joe. I'm I sorry. think the Italian voice is one of the few voices we can we can still do because I think most people associate associate them with being uh, crackers, right? Yeah, but then when you get your fucking kneecaps broken tomorrow, Joe, would <laughs> you fucking saying that? See, we can make fun of our fellow crackers still. It's like if you're white yeah. and you're a guy, it's like that's like the the Gondor of like inappropriate humor, dude. <laughs> like man, the last I, bastion. <laughs> 
I, I had a coworker because I, I do summer school and I work in the inner city, which means, you know, like it's majority like African American, at least in Milwaukee, because we're the most segregated fucking city in America still. Yeesh. Which is saddening, but like I like all like I'm the, I'm literally the only white guy that works at this place. And I've been here for four summers now and this girl comes in and she goes, hey, Mr. Paul, do you have any crackers? And I just look at her dead face. I go, what did you just call me? And she just, <laughs> no, no, I swear to God, I didn't call you no cracker. I just asked <laughs> if you had a cracker. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I remember I remember when I was taking uh, this drawing class. um, uh, I went to school for graphic design like a million years mm-hmm. ago. And so one of the yep. classes I had to take was just drawing. And I always sucked at drawing. But like this teacher like really got through to me and um, actually went somewhere with the class and came out like a much better artist, which was cool. But right. brag. The, yeah, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, the, the, the other big takeaway from that class was this dude who sat right next to me who was like, I don't, he just always, just the, the way he talked and the shit that he talked about, it was always like the most ghetto, crazy fucking shit. And he was like, you know, total white guy, but just very, very ghetto-ish in like all the things that he would talk about. And he was telling me this story that his sister got busted, uh, trying to shoplift, walking out of a target and security fucking grabbed her and his sister fucking turned around and fucking punched the guy and was like, don't touch me, you motherfucking honky. <laughs> and she's white. She's white. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. I love making people fucking awkward with that shit. Like, at the same place fucking last week, I don't drink coffee and they're always like, they're always bringing in like exquisite. Like I got Colombian coffee. Like okay, congratulations, fucking Johnny Depp over here. But um, like I was like, oh, you know, I'm fucking tired. I'm gonna take a cup. And you know, she looks at me. She goes, "How do you take your coffee?" And I look her dead in the eye. I go, "I take my coffee like I take my women." And every single like everybody, it, it, it was like a fucking record stopped, and they all just look at me like probably expect like I'm gonna say black and full bodied. <laughs> And I look at her, I go, full of booze. I should have gone I should have gone with uh cut up and in the freezer. Oh, but, um, geez. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to get out politely ask to leave, right? <laughs> Ground up and in the freezer, baby. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's it's so fun just making people awkward, right? Like uh. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It don't take much. No, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) But that Colombian coffee, fuck, that shit don't fuck around with you. No. (laughs) I had a cup, and I swear to God, I could have fucking, I I felt like Mr. Holland's opus, man. I was ready to fucking inspire that day. (laughs) I was going to blindside that shit up, man. That was fantastic. Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> Didn't I have the the uh the fucking deaf kid, <laughs> the fucking music teacher that has a deaf kid and he's traumatized by it. Wow. Yeah, I guess I never saw that movie. <laughs> well, it, it's a pretty good movie. Spoiler alert: the music teacher has a deaf son. How about that? 
Oh, man. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about that. It was like a few years ago, but like I was in like a, a pool in a hotel and it had a basketball okay. hoop with like not like kickball type balls. It had like actual legit fucking basketball in the pool where it's like, who thought that this was a good idea? That's dangerous. Yeah. And it was in Madison. And so I had a few spotted cows in me and I was feeling pretty good. Okay. Spotted cow. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Those we'll, are we'll so just good, say that man. right now, man. Oh God. Yeah, New Glarus. That's a gr- uh, fucking awesome brewery. And New Glarus, and and like you gotta wait till you get into Wisconsin for that shit. Like I can I can just get that shit on a slow Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, they do not sell it out of state for whatever reason, and you guys are very lucky because it is an awesome beer. Oh, so good, and so is the Naked Lady version. Like they have a one called like Naked Lady or something. It's it's fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, I've never it's heard a- of that one. Yeah, I think it's there was like a good. squirrel one that I had before. There is. There is. I can't remember what it was called, though. Fat Squirrel, maybe? It is called Fat Squirrel. Yes, I knew it because I thought it had a funny name. Congratulations on your knowledge of Wisconsin beers. <laughs> Hooray me. <laughs> you, sir, are coming along nicely. Uh, that's okay. This this will wipe it all out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like kind of going across this pool, feeling good, half buzzed. I pick up the fucking basketball, shoot it. It hits the side of the rim, and it bounces off, and it hits a deaf kid right in the head and he had like these big like over the ear like earmuffs on also okay and, like he had been like you know communicating with sign language and stuff to his family and a long time ago when i was going to school i uh had a job working in a convenience store and i had a lot of deaf customers and so i picked up a little bit of sign language okay. and so at the time i thought i was signing to this kid i'm sorry Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Right? Several times. And then... What are you doing? Do they call him a fucking asshole or something? No, as I'm walking away, I'm realizing that I'm actually signing thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And so I hit him in the face with a basketball so hard that it knocked his earmuffs off. (laughs) You're saying thank you. And then I told him thank you a bunch of times. This is my life. (laughs) This is my life. And... (laughs) Um, it's one of those memories that comes into my head, like right as my head hits the pillow at night, you know. Fuck yeah, like um, yeah, that I mean that that is pretty awful, but um, <laughs> going to hell, Joe. But um, okay, They've man, music like back. uh, well, fuck yeah, dude, amazing grace. Um, I uh, when I wanted to become a teacher, you had to take like two years of a, of a. a Two years, I don't want to say foreign language, but you had to take like a different language. And I just did terrible in Spanish as as a high school kid. All I could say was like, give me the number seven quesadilla at Taco Bell. That's that's the best I could do. <laughs> so so I took ASL, which is American Sign Language, and I fucking I loved it. I still teach the alphabet to all my students, but, but uh my teacher was fucking amazing. He was this really cool guy, and like all the teachers at my college were actually deaf. They're from the deaf community. So you really got like emerged and, you know, like immersed into it. And, you know, he was really cool. Like, like we always, you know, kind of talked after class. And a couple times I went out to drink with the guy. Like, it was really cool. And this fucking year, um, it was my second year actually going to the Milwaukee Pride Festival, which is. Oh, that's awesome. Which is, dude, man, the best festival I've ever fucking been to. It's, you know, everyone's just so nice and there's so much cool stuff going on. And 
and all that shit. But like we're at this we're at this fucking um drag race con or you know like drag queen contest, and you know you, you got the fucking MC or the DJ you know doing the master ceremonies announcing, and they got two people doing translations in sign language, and it's my fucking. It's my fucking ASL teacher from college and assless chaps on stage. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening here? The assless chaps really took it up a level. Dude, and, and my friend and I, I, like, I'm just, my my mouth drops and my friend goes like, oh, uh, you, you know, like, are you enjoying this? I'm like, dude, that's my fucking teacher. Like, like I got drinks with that guy. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, not like that. Like, I had no idea. Like, I mean, who cares? But like. Good for him, man. Fucking, you know, up there, you know, translating, being a great advocate. But it was just kind of like, dude, that, that's my fucking teacher. And he's like naked <laughs> on stage. Those legs were covered, right? Uh, <laughs> that's no chaps are. <laughs> yeah, like the ass in front weren't pretty much. I mean, you know, he had the winky face emoji thong on, but still, like, weesh. A little more than I needed to see. Banana hammock and assless chaps. That's fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, bear with me on this one. Absolutely. Okay, do you think a podcast is the appropriate medium to really make fun of people in the deaf community? I mean, because you feel like I've been making fun of the deaf community. No, no. Um, but I'm asking if it's okay to on a podcast. Yeah, because they're not going to hear it, right? <laughs> well, exactly. And and if someone else then has to like sign it and translate it, aren't they the asshole at that point? Because I mean, ignorance is bliss. Dude, I don't that know. Is so true. That is. Oh man. I don't know. No, I guess they're I think not. About. I'm not saying that there's deaf people in my life that I want to make fun of. But no, 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 no. I don't think we've been making fun of them at all. Like I just, but then again, like a translated, like, like it's literally the don't shoot the messenger thing. You know what I mean? Like they're literally just like, <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> yeah, right. you know what I mean? Like you can't look like, like they're literally going to like, like sign to the person. Like, you know, this is from the start cast. Like <laughs> Joe Stark said this, Paul Hart said this, like, you know, I don't think they're ever going to think like a translator is fucking insulting them to their face. <laughs> this is the unless they're la- where I lose all my listeners. <laughs> and, unless they're laughing while they're signing it to them. I, I mean, I that would probably be a bad sign. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Did you catch uh, Good Omens at all yet? No, I have not. Oh, man. Did you ever read that book? I have not, but it's Neil Gaiman, right? Yeah, and Terry Pratchett. Okay. I, I, I just got to say, I fucking, and I, I can say this because I went to a Lutheran, like I grew up Lutheran. I went to the Lutheran fucking grade school and high school and had all that, you know, like everyone, everyone who's different from me is going straight to hell because they suck, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that like the whole Lutheran church is boycotting Netflix <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up. <laughs> For a, a fucking Amazon show is just it's it's everything that's right with this world. It's everything that's right with this world. It is, isn't it? It's just amazing. <laughs> it is so fucking batshit crazy. And I think it was crazy because like 
well, <laughs> it was crazy because I think Amazon says something like, you know what, like, you know, like if Netflix is going to cancel Good Omens, we're going to cancel Stranger Things. The <laughs> <laughs> old guy had a really good tweet. Um, uh, yeah, he tweeted. He said, um, "Oh, wait a second. He said, this is so beautiful. Promise me you won't tell them." <laughs> God damn! Like. Do they even realize they're making it so easy on us? Like, God, it's, it's just amazing the fucking stupidity of people. And I can say that as a stupid person. Like, oh, I know I give sure. people countless. I know I give people countless laughs just for being a fucking idiot. So it's okay for me to say. <laughs> but man, yeah, I love all that shit. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, we've already established I'm an idiot. So I'm right there with oh, you. Oh, dude, hold. <laughs> Hold my fucking beer, man. <laughs> Hold my spotted cow, friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, Good Omens was really fucking awesome, though. Highly recommend that one. All right, cool. Because, well, I mean, of course, David Tennant's fucking awesome, but I love Michael Sheen. I loved him in that, uh, what the fuck is that movie with, with uh, Richard Nixon? Um,. Is it Frost Nixon where David Frost at fucking uh, like he was like a British late night host in the 70s. He actually got to do an interview with Richard Nixon and he ended up like, like Richard Nixon took the interview with him because he didn't think he was going to get like he didn't think he was going to be grilled for Watergate and shit. Uh-huh. But like Michael Sheen plays David Frost and he just goes to town on him and Sam Rockwell is in that. It's like a Ron Howard movie. It's fucking, it's great. If you haven't seen that, it's good. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's called Frost slash Nixon. And it's like, like, do you know uh, Frank Langia? Um, he played Perry White in um, the Brandon Roth Superman movie. Oh, shit. I, I, I remember that movie, but I don't remember the specific actor that, that played Perry White. I'd okay, probably recognize yeah. him if I saw him. Yeah, he is, um, he's, um, He's Richard Nixon, and and he's he's pretty great at it. That's really yeah. cool. I was just looking at, um, I think I watched a trailer for Vice, and I know I heard a lot of people talking about that, and I heard a lot of the buzz around it, but I hadn't seen any of the trailers. And okay, man, that looks fucking intense. Is is, is that the one with Christian Bale as a, as Dick Cheney? Yes. And Dude, that looks awesome. <laughs> oh my god, he really nailed that guy. That guy is another one who's really kind of a fucking chameleon. Dude, he's gonna die. Like, like literally, he's gonna die from all the shit he does to his body. He just goes so deep into roles, man. Like, did you ever see The Machinist? I think he did that like a year before he did Batman, where he was literally like fucking sixty pounds. Yeah, he basically looked like Chris, um, Chris Evans pre Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, or he looked like the fucking skeleton you see in any biology classroom in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucked up. (laughs) He's intense, man. Uh, Every once in a while, I have to pull up his uh, big tantrum that he threw on the set of Terminator. Oh, my God. like, Like, have you ever heard that? Where they like they take the clips of his tantrum from that Terminator thing and then they play it like 
in accordance with Mel Gibson's voicemail to his girlfriend. Oh my god, that is the I need. Okay, I need to find that shit now <laughs> because those it's are some the of the best fucking, fucking best. things ever. <laughs> and they line up perfectly where it sounds like they're screaming at each other. <laughs> it's it's the greatest thing of all time. It is the greatest thing of all time. Oh, God. The fucking shit with Mel Gibson. He was so fucking crazy on those fucking voicemails. Dude, he's fucking... I can't uh, believe that's the guy from Ransom. I'm just... <laughs> Give me back my son! Give me back my son, you fucking bitch! <laughs> <laughs> she took my Lakers tickets! <laughs> Give me back my son, you Ukrainian fuck! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I want you to fucking smile and blow me. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, dude, have you ever watched the show BoJack Horseman? No. In a, okay. in, I've heard it's excellent, but I've heard it gets super heavy. And so those are, those are things that I, I, I kind of actively avoid. Just because but, I, I get empath- yeah. I get em- empathic enough on shows that I watch that like if I watch stuff like that, it'll spin me out. And it's okay. like, yeah, fuck, yeah, I don't dude. like feeling that. Yeah, and I watched that like straight up after like my split, and I was like, oh my god, dude, like, fuck, maybe I'll watch like Schindler's List to cheer me up. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and that's more or less why I, I, I go away from those things, or I shy away from them, but, you know, maybe that inhibits a bit of my development. You know, I, I don't know. You know, like, isn't that fucking crazy? Like, like my friend that I've been spending a lot of time with, her her escape, and maybe it's because we live two completely different lives, and not like I'm a cop or a fireman, but, like, you know, I'm definitely, like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, like, I, you know, like, I see some shit, but, like, you know, working as a teacher in Milwaukee, like, you definitely don't see the high points of society, so like when I come home, I don't want to sit. I don't want to sit down and watch like some fucking, just terrible true crime serial killer type of shit. Like I want to watch fucking Tommy Boy, and I want to watch fucking Avengers. Like I want to like escape. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually going for something that's gonna make me laugh or something that I'm just watching for a spectacle. Exactly, and 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 my friend, she likes to fucking listen to stuff about like rape and fucking. You know, like, and nothing to get, like, I mean, like, I, you know, true crime is its own thing. Like, it's a huge, um, you know, it's as huge as I guys. Like, her favorite podcast is, um, the fuck is it? My Favorite Murder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's seen them. Like, they, they were just in Milwaukee. But, like, she's, I mean, and I get it. She's super fascinating. But we are just having this huge discussion. Just, like, how, how, um, you know, like, like in our free time and in, in our leisure time, we really want to focus on something that's the complete opposite of our daily life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, so I want to get into the fucking superheroes and she just wants to hear about fucking serial rapists and serial killers and all that jazz. It's just like, I think it's like, it's so interesting how subjective any hobby is. It's it's just so interesting to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, my wife really likes, she doesn't watch like the true crime stuff like that, but she watches uh, lots of like horror and suspense stuff like that. And yeah, um, have you heard of the show? It's a, it's an Amazon original called Absentia. No, it has, um, I think her name is, 
Dana Kanick. She was the the gal that was in Castle. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so yeah, this show is like it's it's like her show. She plays the lead and she like has a lot to do with the writing and producing and all that. Okay. And it's she plays an FBI agent in it that at the beginning of the first season she's going after this serial killer and she okay. she gets like she basically disappears while she's out tracking down a lead. And then she's declared basically more or less dead. They take the serial killer guy to court and convict him on like her murder slash disappearance. And it shows like she's got a husband and like a little like one or two year old boy. And, um, or maybe even, maybe he's a little, maybe he's like three or four something like that. But he, uh, basically like the dad's like freaking out outside the courtroom, you know, just like screaming at this guy, you know, like, tell me what you did with her. Where is she? And, um, and uh, <clears throat> he gets a phone call six years later, waking him up in the middle of the night. And like, he's in bed next to his new wife and who's like, and now like his son basically calls her mom and everything. And uh, there's a voice on the other line. It's the serial killer guy. And he's saying, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, your wife is still alive and you have one hour to get to her. Otherwise, she's going to be dead. And so the FBI goes to the address and raid this cabin and they find her in this big tank of water and they pull her out. And like, basically, she had been tortured for the entire six years that she was gone. And so she's got all this severe PTSD. She doesn't remember all of it. And but she's coming back and the the life that she left behind is now completely gone. Like her husband thought she was dead. She was, you know, declared dead in absentia or whatever. And, uh, the show is really fucking intense. And then, so she starts like investigating, you know, what happened to me, who really took me. And then as it goes on, she starts getting framed for some shit. And out of the, all 10 episodes of the first season of Absentia are a fucking roller coaster ride. And it's a real sleeper show. I don't hear too many people talking about it, but it yeah. was, it was one that Lindsay watched and she turned me on to, and I absolutely loved it. And the second season just dropped and it was just as good. So, oh man. Oh yeah. So man, if you got the time and you like like it it's almost like a a little bit of um oh what the fuck uh Silence of the Lambs it, okay. and that you know it's like an FBI person you know, like kind of hunting a serial killer but then it's also got some other elements in it where it's almost reminiscent of like Kiss the Girls. Oh, type, that's good type too. stuff. But, I mean it's I don't know that's a it's it's so worth checking out. I, I highly recommend it. I feel like I'm fucking butchering this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I would really, I would really have to like, like, like. Uh, it, it sounds great, but I would really have to psych myself up. Like the one that I, I had to stop was the fucking Handmaid's Tale. No, I just heard a description of that show, and I was like, I would not be able to handle it. That that show would like make me want to fucking rage out every time I'd watch well, it. Well, because, well, like, I mean, because it's almost happening. It, it's like you fucking like you're watching. It's like, God damn, dude, we're kind of going down this fucking path. Like it was just I, I had to turn the shit off. Like to me, it just wasn't entertaining. Like I need like 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 this, this fucking girl I'm hanging out with her favorite movie is like hostile. Like, God damn, like that's just not entertaining to me. 
like and nothing against people that like you know that kind of stuff you know you know different strokes for different folks but dude watching someone get their achilles heel fucking cut no thanks (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'd rather watch chris farley rip a fucking blazer than that dude (laughs) (laughs) for real no i watched hostel once i hostel saw like i i can't handle that shit it's no i just don't I, i don't see the I don't. I mean, I don't see. I personally don't see the entertainment value. I mean, and there's definitely a market for it because these movies come out and they do gangbusters. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. You know, there's like what forty nine saws um, <laughs> and fucking thirteen hostels. Yeah, I mean, oh, like like Saw was definitely good because I do enjoy the psychological part of it at at least for the first couple. You, you know, like the big twist at the end and all that shit. And even going into part two, like part two where they were all trapped in that house. Like, yeah. I, I just like the story of people trapped in a fucking house. That's trying to kill them. And, and so yeah. from that aspect, the second one was really cool. And it, like, I think that's the one with like Donnie Wahlberg's son, right? Yes. And I fucking love it. Like, especially if you watch it now, like jigsaw, like eight times says like, don't worry. Your son is safe. Like, and he always emphasizes safe. And if you've seen oh, yeah. Saw 2, you're like, oh, shit. Like, it's it's in front of your face the entire time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, the, see, it's and then the, the Saw movies would leave me with that same feeling that a lot of Black uh, Mirror episodes would leave me with. Where I'm just like, oh, that's the, the person you're empathizing with the whole time is now dead or in a more horrible situation. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, you watch the newest season of uh, Black Mirror? I watched um, a little bit of the Striking Vipers one. I didn't watch any of the second episode, and I watched the Hannah Montana one. Okay, dude, Striking Vipers was fantastic. Yeah, the, the whole concept behind that one was really crazy. Dude, that shit stuck with me for a couple days. I'm like, dude, man, like, would I do that? With my best, well, you know, with my bro, like, <laughs> I'm like taking a shower afterwards, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked up, man. But like, yeah, like, like I love shit like that that really just kind of like mind fucks you. God, dude, that was terrible. No pun intended at all with that. <laughs> yeah, shit. It does mind fuck you, right? Fuck. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, yeah. The Hannah Montana that, episode was so good though with that little robot, oh, the Ashley man, Two dude. robot. That was when it finally, when it first comes conscious and the shit that it's screaming about. That was so fucking oh. funny. I Miley Cyrus, man, she's come a far away. She's doing, she's doing really good. She, she's a good little actress in that one. Yeah, yeah, she did a really good job in that. It totally makes me buy into all the buzz with people saying she'd make a good Harley Quinn. Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it's kitty cat. That is kitty cat. She she wants to podcast. She wants to, if she gets too bad, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take her upstairs. She can wake <laughs> the kids up. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> yeah, our cat Jack, he's he's a little bit vocal. He's the most vocal with my wife, but she's uh, also his favorite. And so it's like when, when she's up in the middle of the night walking around, like he's immediately following her around. Like, meow, meow. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's not time for the attention jack it's the middle of the night well and it's weird because i actually have my kids tonight and she usually goes down with them until i go to bed oh so the fact that she's up right now is well yeah uh-huh you 
you, you little shit. I love it. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like I missed out for so long on not having a cat. I just, I thought I was allergic to him yeah. for the longest time. Okay. And and then finally it was like you know what I I'll deal with it. Like the my mom and dad have baby kittens in the backyard and they're adorable and I totally want one. And I haven't had any issues with it at all. And now I feel like I've wasted like the last fucking 10 years. I should have had a cat this whole time. Yeah, man. I didn't want a cat at all. Like when we, uh, when we first moved in together, she was like, you, you know, like I need to have a fucking cat. I've had a cat my entire life. I'm like, eh, fuck it. You know, like I want to have sex. So yeah, let's get a cat. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we get a cat the first day we move in and, from the first day she was drawn to me and I'm like, God, this is, you know, get away from me. Like the first night she was like sleeping on my chest and doing that massage thing where you swear to God, like they're not like being cute. They're just trying to find your weak, you know, your fucking weak spots. (laughs) How do I murder this thing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, like, like, like where's, you know, like where are they most vulnerable? I'm a massage here. I'm just, you know, and the first night, like the morning I woke up like fucking red eye and just like tired as fuck. I'm like, shit's got to change, man. We can't, she can't be on me all night. And now it's to the point where I can't fall asleep if she's not sleeping on my fucking throat or stomach <laughs> or face. And, and that was like, I tried to be real civil during the split, but I remember getting real pissed when she's like, okay, I'm going to take Carmi. And I think I told her, like, I swear to God, you take Carmi, I'm going to prison. <laughs> like, I think that might have been, like, a questionable choice of words that could have been construed as a threat at first. I'm like, eh, but I'm keeping the cat. Um, I'm keeping the cat. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you. It did work out, and no police were called. <laughs> Bonus. To, to double win. <laughs> Yeah, Jack doesn't climb on me in my sleep, which I'm happy about, but he will lay, like, right next to my pillow. Okay. So, like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and he's just, like, staring at me. I'm like, hello. I'm going to assume we're good. (laughs) I'm turning my back now. Exactly. Man, it's like, I fucking, I fucking hate it, especially, like, when I would wake up in, like, when Hazel was two, like, wake up in bed in the morning, and she's just staring at me. Like, I don't think I've ever been more scared in my life. You know, like, 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 uh, like, have you ever seen the movie Paranormal Activity? Yeah, the first one. Yeah, that's the one I've seen, too. Like, 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 most of that shit didn't freak me out. You know, like a fucking picture lighting on fire, or like a fucking chandelier moving or like, you know, lady throwing her fucking husband or boyfriend <laughs> across the room and having teeth in the camera. None of that really scared me. The part that scared me is her just standing above him, watching him sleep for like seven hours. Yeah, that was super creepy. If I found out someone did that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ, you just watched me sleep. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I wake up to my kids just staring at me like, you know, like, you know, like when you wake up and you're kind of like groggy and you're catching your bearings, you just look and there's just someone right there like next to you like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, then you feel bad for swearing in front of your kid. You realize, you know, you were defensive. You could have possibly knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. You, you know, you wake <laughs> up, you punch. just see like a, you just see a fucking figure ready to just kick him in the fucking head. You're like, oh god, dude. <laughs> kick him. CPS is at CPS is at your door, and you're just you know, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's just staring at people in general is just freaky as fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. But how do you feel about Ouija boards? Hey, man, dude, like, I think they're cool, but with my luck, I'd bring something wicked forth. <laughs> with all my luck, I'd have, like, the fucking... I would have the, the worst of the worst fucking haunting my ass at night. Yeah, yeah, now I'm... I remember my sister and her friends were always into them when I was a kid. But, yeah, I don't... I don't know, they kind of freak me out a little bit. You never know. Like, I, I, that's one of those things where I'd rather err on the side of caution. Yeah, I get that. I don't need some conjuring fucking level shit going on exactly. in my house. I mean, like, I'm 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 not afraid enough to admit that I would never fucking play with one. But people that do, it's not like I think you're fucking cuckoo. You know, <laughs> you stay on, you fucking, yeah, you want to fucking, you want to get down with the devil? You do that, man. <laughs> you're you down do to make that. your house haunted? That's, that's cool. <laughs> don't bring it over yeah, here. Yeah, dude, man, you want... You want your fucking kid's head spinning around? Hey, man, more power to you, but I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I don't, need my, I don't need my son yelling at me in different tongues right now. Oh, God. That's just too fucked up, man. Dude, man, his eyes turn red. I'd probably shit my pants and just run. <laughs> Did you watch um, uh, any of American Horror Story? Dude, I just got into that. I just fucking got into that. Have you watched the first season? I have. Dude, that what did you think of that? Dude, the part that really fucking <laughs> I guess the part that really got to me was just like him masturbating and crying afterwards cuz I just related <laughs> to it so much. <laughs> scene just really spoke to me. <laughs> I was like, God damn, did they get it? Fucking Ryan Murphy kiss it. <laughs> um, no, well, I mean, like, you've already got a tissue in your hand, so. Exactly, right, right. <laughs> I have made that mistake of using the same tissue to wipe my face. Oh, oh no. Wait a fucking minute. No, but like, I really want to get caught up now because the last season that previously just aired, they go back to the first season. Yeah, I heard it's a mixer of like a few of the seasons. Yeah, yeah, but they like specifically address Murder House. Um, no, and like my friend told me I would love Asylum, which is the second season, I believe, yep. and Freak Show because I'm into, you know, fucking stupid clowns. But she was <laughs> That's into right. The, she was into the one with Lady Gaga. Oh, the hotel uh, season? Yeah, yeah, that that was one of her favorite uh seasons. But yeah, no, I'm I'm I, I I've like almost all the way through season one, but I really want to watch fucking eighty four or whatever the one that's coming out soon. Yeah, that one looks like it's gonna be good. Um Yeah. I've seen all of the first two seasons and then just bits and pieces of seasons that followed. And so I, I've seen quite a bit of the hotel one, but just bits and pieces of episodes. And do you know that hotel one's actually based on a real guy? There was a real I, fucking dude who actually built a murder hotel like that with, like, hidden rooms and shoots to drop bodies and shit like that. Yeah, that's what my friend was telling me. That I think that's why she loved that shit. She's into that fucking crazy shit. God, that's fucking terrifying. Like, I probably shouldn't have my kids around her, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> you should get her the, the first trade of Nailbiter. 
She'd probably really dig it. I was trying, like, like I was explaining because she loved Mindhunter, that fucking show on Netflix. Yeah. She loved that shit. And I was explaining to her, like, you need to read this comic book called Plastic. Oh, yeah. And she's, I got to find that for her because she would be fucking into that. That would, they, they need to make that into a fucking uh, Netflix show. Oh, that would be so good. Dude. Dude, man. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you want to take a quick pause? Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Sorry, oh, shit. There goes my wine. <laughs> All uh, right. We'll be right it. back. All right. And we're back. Hello. Hello. Got some water. Got the cat kicked out of the room. Ready Fuck to go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Get out of here, pussy. <laughs> Dude, I read two different articles in the last week that scared the shit out of me. Uh oh. Oh, yes. Uh, so, yeah, on. What's this one released? Get out of the way, pop ups. June 12th. The University of Colorado at Boulder. New research shows that the sun could experience a massive burst of energy called a super flare sometime in the next several thousand years. So, could be tomorrow, could be several thousand years. <coughs> that, yeah, that's that's fucking a super flare. That could, you know... It could be terrible, or it could turn us all into fucking X-Men. Oh, man, no, this one it said basically said uh, Earth would likely sit in the path of a wave of high-energy radiation... And such a blast could disrupt electronics across the globe, causing widespread blackouts and shorting out communication satellites in orbit. Yeah. Oh, God, dude, that would be so fucking bad. It would be absolute chaos. It Grocery would, stores start probably... running out of food. Man. Oh, it's... shit, dude. But I probably could use a break from social media. <laughs> there is that. But it's like, oh, yeah. fuck. I don't want to be around when the hunger riots hit town. No, man. No, that would be terrible. Fuck that shit. But then again, I'm not a prepper, so... That'd be no. one of those, like, well, I guess I should have been storing up cans of green beans. Yeah, and fucking kidney beans, and fucking... Yeah. Dinty Moore stew, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bill Burr has a great joke about preppers where he's saying, if you're not the strongest... If, if you're not tough, then you're just hoarding supplies for the strongest guy in your neighborhood. it's not Uh, wrong that's 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 very true you pretty much need to have like a fucking castle like you you need like a like a fortified bunker or something for when the end days hit and like fucking grenades and shit (laughs) i don't think my starter ranch is fucking prepared to withstand the apocalypse yeah, no, I mean, I do have some I do have some pretty sturdy Fisher-Price shit in my backyard that could maybe be used, but that's about it. <laughs> I know, those kids, to- those kids' toys are going to be around at the end of fucking time. Yeah, get through my playhouse, bitch! <laughs> Just be cockroaches, kids' toys, and Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker doesn't die. <laughs> You're like, you know, I played a pirate once. <laughs> Okay. Dude, man, like, like, didn't he snort his dad's ashes with coke? <laughs> There's like, Keith Richards stories that I just wouldn't. I'd be like, okay, I'll buy it. I swear to God, like, okay, 
I gotta look this shit up because I swear to God, like he's like he was like someone said, like what's the what's the cra- like what's the craziest thing you snorted? And he's like, my dad. <laughs> That's just wrong. Well, there's Keith. I mean, he like he is the embodiment of fucking sex, drugs, and rock and roll. If there ever was one, <laughs> right? <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, Keith. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Keith, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, all right. Uh, this is what he said to GQ magazine. I had him in a box in England. I bought this little oak sapling, my idea being that he was going to fertilize the tree. But when I pulled the top off the box, wafts of dad land on the table. My dad knows I'd always like Michael Caine to snort here and there. So I just mine, or, uh, So I just snorted and I had a line of dad. That is fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's that. It's fucking Keith Richards for you. I remember in middle school, a kid crushed up a Smarty candy and snorted it. Oh man, dude, I would do pixie sticks. <laughs> he didn't look like he had a good time with this. It looked no, like it might have burned. Or like the fucking fun dip, you know, like the just that terrible. Oh, I, I remember fun dip. Like, like what the fuck? It, it was like literally sugar. That you licked a hard stick of sugar. <laughs> Dip it into the powdery <laughs> sugar. Into, yeah, and then, oh god, dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we wonder why we got diabetes. I was just gonna say, welcome to diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Population well, how you. Is, how is this happening to our youth? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> As we're drinking a can of as we're drinking a say, fucking two liter of Pepsi. They have another can of Pepsi, you fat fuck. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I can uh, yeah, say yeah. that because I'm fat. <laughs> right, just, dude. The same mm-hmm. way I got away with making fun of white people earlier. <laughs> Wait, you're white? <laughs> I am. Holy I am shockingly sh- Caucasian. Almost as shockingly something. Caucasian as you, my friend. Dude, man, like. I'm the only motherfucker that went to Florida with no sunscreen and didn't get a tan. <laughs> I burned. So you were probably carrying around an, an umbrella <laughs> like you were a lady in the 1930s. Dude, like the movie Powder. It's fucking me. <laughs> what a weird fucking movie. <sighs> that was a weird movie, right? That was, that was a weird fucking movie. At the end, he's just running in the field and disappears. Like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> What is this shit? My high? <laughs> See, it's basically the writers couldn't land it, and so they just got up and ran out of the room, and the producer was like, say, hmm. <laughs> I think we can use this. That's my inspiration. Those were my muses. <laughs> they were the real heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watching that movie, they are the heroes. <laughs> People that didn't watch Powder are my heroes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Come on, Google. Why the fuck aren't you working? There we go. Fucking, fucking internet machines. I just need to be mean to it. Okay, yeah, so the other thing I read that freaked me the fuck out was astronomers discovered a car-sized asteroid hours before it slammed into the Earth. And basically, it just burned up in the atmosphere. And so... Oh, otherwise, they'd have to call Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. <laughs> 
and get Steven Tyler to sing the soundtrack to it. Yeah. <laughs> I could stay awake. I want to close my eyes. Because <laughs> I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Even when I dream of you. <laughs> Please continue. The sweetest thing we'll never do. <laughs> I just remember never wanting to have animal crackers after that movie for the longest time. <laughs> they ruined animal crackers for you. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Ben Affleck <laughs> being all fucking, oof, all creepy with them. I think it was Newfound Glory did a cover of that Aerosmith song and like sped it up quite a bit. It was pretty enjoyable. Okay, okay. Yeah. Fun fact there for you. There we go, man. Fucking Snapple Bottle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Okay. So, one thing that I've got to ask you about here. Have oh, you shit. ever heard of the Try It Out Man video? No, I have not. You haven't seen this where this guy, based, uh, I think he made a video on maybe Instagram or something soliciting... Looking for a boyfriend, I think. You could call okay. it that. <laughs> what? Okay, so just li- just listen. Okay, I'm gonna listen. Black guys who love to fuck and fuck good. If you're a hot black guy and you wanna fuck me at twenty three ninety five, if you wanna move in, you can move in, but you gotta fuck me. I need I need to be fucked a lot, man. Free food, free rent, and everything else, man. Here's a deal, man. Men from jail, homeless, or um, you're a thug, you want to come move in? A friend can move with you too, man. Free rent, you get a lease and a key. Fuck me. Piss on me. Beat me. I'm home man now. You see me? You want to come over today and try it out? Try it out, man. If you're in my building, try it out. You want to fucking piss on me? Try it out. Seriously, applied only as fuck, man. I'm looking for hardcore guys that mean it and want to do it, and I want to deliver it. I'm a hot, white trash. Come, dump, let's fuck. <laughs> so this guy exists. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Dude, you gotta see the guy. He looks like Super Mario. He's got this well, big, thick, black mustache. <laughs> He's like well, laying he in bed on like... selfie video. He sounds like Rip Torn. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like maybe like a young Rip Torn. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hot white trash cum dump. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, fuck me. Let's, let's fuck, fucking piss on me. <laughs> Come try it out. Come try it out. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. Well, I'm going to stay away from that house. <laughs> Dude, I heard that first first time I heard that video was like months ago on this podcast called Your Mom's House. Oh Jesus! And I, it, like <laughs> anybody, if you if you like, I don't know, if you thought that that come try it out guy was funny, go listen to Your Mom's House because they're constantly playing fucking videos like that, and uh, it's it's fucking amazing. But so here's the craziest thing about that video is that the, Your Mom's House is uh, Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky. They're both stand-up comics. They both have specials on Netflix. They're both really fucking funny. And unsurprisingly, their podcast is also hilarious. And uh, they actually made a documentary about that guy. And it's going to be releasing on their YouTube channel on oh, um, Jesus. July 8th. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it in my calendar. <laughs> 
I'm, fr- I'm, I'm freeing up that night. <laughs> Come try it out. You gotta fuck me, bro. <laughs> you gotta fuck me. You gotta piss on me. You gotta fuck me. What? Oh my god, what is wrong with that guy? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't judge. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> man, dude. Just, oof. <laughs> I even... Different again, and maybe the theme of this fucking show is different strokes for different folks. For that guy, literally different strokes. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he's out there. He's out there. He's looking for love. You know. You, yeah, he's he's trying to live his best life, man. Who the fuck am I to judge? <laughs> Who the fuck am I to judge? So he's really putting it out there. I mean, like that. He's not on a dating site or anything. He's just. <laughs> he's just shouting into the void he's swinging his dick at the void right fucking dating sites jesus christ <laughs> fucking dude man dating in today's world is a goddamn fucking jungle and i'm the shit the gazelle fucking eats oh no fuck dude dude so what is the what is the dating website like Man, dude, I'm on a couple. Like, I just decided, you know, fuck it. Like, you know, let's see what's going on. We got, we got Tinder, we got Bumble, we got OKCupid. Okay it's just, it's just, Bumble's it's just, bounce. it's just fucking insane. Like, you, you get some characters. The big thing, especially on Tinder, is like, you know, I'm married, but my husband's down to watch. Like, meh. whoa, that sounds like a true crime podcast waiting to fucking happen. <laughs> You just got like you know you got people just trying too hard like on their little on their little fucking bios you know they're really trying to trying to swing for the fences I'm being witty and I'm just like thirty four white dad that's all I got you got people <laughs> writing like whole fucking paragraphs like like I am truly an animal lover I volunteer as a foster mama for a local rescue I'm in the midst of a career change and in grad school I work as much as I need to so I don't have to go back to corporate America until I finish my program in parentheses counseling profession I love to laugh okay yeah I love to laugh I I, I do love to laugh comes off kind of braggy right like who but who the fuck am I to say anything <laughs> who the fuck am I to I say know. anything who's the guy that's like I fucking hate to laugh yeah, you fucking pe- uh, swipe. <laughs> I'm swiping left on your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> laughing is terrible. Let's see. God, I, I can't imagine how complicating dating would be with fucking well, texting and all that stuff. I mean, because, you know, I, I got out of the dating game fucking years and years ago. Spoiler so, alert. Yeah, so, I mean, it's really hard to wrap my mind around it and... Well, like, it's so fucking crazy because, like, you know, like, it's a fucking competitive game. Like, especially, like, on Tinder, you go through and you're fucking, you know, like, like if you like the person, you swipe right. And then, you know, like, they get notified. And if you both swipe right, like, it's a match. So you're able to communicate to each other. So, like, usually I try to, like, say the first thing. It's like, you know, these, especially, like, for, you know, like, for women. I was talking to somebody from the leftover army about this who happens to be a woman and she was saying, you know, like it's, it's easier for women on Tinder because they get so many, you know, so many messages and so many likes. So I like, guess a guy, you have the information. You're just like, what the fuck do I say to make myself different? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So like, here I am like, Oh, what's your favorite brunch food? <laughs> 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 I like cantaloupe. <laughs> you know what the fuck? Um, <laughs> 
you know, like like in, in, in this fucking one, like like I got matched last night, and and this this fucking beautiful girl or beautiful woman, you know, she's like she's like I'm an MMA fighter, you know, she's fucking, you know, she's not like fucking American Gladiator rip, but she looks good, and she's like I'm MMA. I'm a fucking marine. I got a purple heart. I got I got all this, you know. And you know, she she swipes on me. I'm like, "Holy shit." The first thing I say is like, "Oh my god, dude. Like what the, f-, you know, like I'm honored to have someone like you fucking swipe right on me." And she's like, "Oh, you know, you seem like a doting father and you know, an educator. What's not to like?" And I'm like, "Oh, man, I got to say, you know, it's kind of intimidating." And then, you know, "Fuck you. You know how many guys say I'm intimidating? You all say the same shit." I'm like, "Whoa." There's the fucking roid rage. Holy shit. Roid <laughs> <laughs> rage. You know, like, and I'm saying it from a place of sincerity, but I'm sure she's probably heard that, like, from every guy in Milwaukee. For sure, right. Every guy in Milwaukee. And then, like, and then you feel like an asshole for not liking somebody like oh man like is that fucking mean and you don't get notified when people don't like you so it's not like they know yeah but like you feel like a dick and then you're like oh god like people are probably looking at me and like fuck this piece of ginger shit you know and it's just (laughs) it's it's a hit on the fucking ego lean into it be the funny guy dress like a lawn gnome in your picture I should, dude. I fucking should. And, and like, like I mean, you don't even know what to do because it's like, it's like a lot of my good pictures have my kids in them. But do I put that on there? Does that scare people away? Some people are really fucking into it. Like, oh shit, dude. Like he loves his kids. Like that's adorable to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. Like, but some people. I don't fucking know, man. It's just I'm probably just gonna go into the fetal position in a fucking my fucking bathroom and just throw my phone into the toilet. (laughs) I remember looking through a gallery of uh, screenshots of people's profiles on Tinder and they were like funny ones. It was probably on like the chive or something like that. Okay. Well, all right here. Here's what I have a question on. Yeah. This one's pretty good. Okay. Like here, here, here's a profile. I spend my time cooking and trying new restaurants, doing yoga, playing ukulele, traveling, camping, and kayaking. Learning new things and trying to be a good dog mom to my six-month-old woodle puppy. Oh, yeah, I play underwater hockey, too. Yup, underwater. What the fuck is underwater hockey? I have no idea. How does that work? I have no idea. I have questions. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm going to swipe right and hope to God she did it, too, and I'm going to ask her. <laughs> I swear to God, probably for like every hundred women I swipe right on, maybe one in return. (laughs) It makes me feel great about myself. It's gotta be brutal, dude. It really does. And then like there's people that say like, just ask. Well, you can't ask. You can't fuck it. And and the thing with Bumble is like like it's mainly like like it's geared to make women feel safe, which I think is great because like I think Tinder had to take down where you could send picture messages off the bat. Oh, for sure, ladies were getting inundated which, with pictures of dicks, which I, which, I, is, I, which is fucking great. Like, I think that's amazing that they did that. That they yeah, I think it's know. great that they took that away too. If, yeah, if that's a real deal, because I don't know what is wrong with some dudes that they think just a dick pic out of the blue is an acceptable thing to do. Yeah. And, and, and that, like that is such a power yeah. move. And and I have a friend who um, is on Instagram, and she likes to post like pictures. Like she's a model, so she likes to post like seductive pictures. And 
one day she literally she's like you need to look at my inbox and instagram it is just like dick pic after dick pic and like then she gets called a piece of shit for not responding back oh my yeah i mean these are like bottom of the barrel fucking mentality dudes yeah and but the cool thing about bumble is um so like let's say like me and this girl match up I can't message her. She has 24 hours to message me first. And once she initiates it, I'm able to message back. Hmm. Well, that's cool. And kind of puts the, puts that over into the, puts that ball in her court, so to speak. Yeah. And I don't have to ask what's your favorite brunch food. Cause that's the <laughs> only like inventive question I think I have. And it's probably the worst question to fucking ask. Like, for sure you could just google a list of opening questions and come up with 10 better ones <laughs> no you're knocking on my fucking you know because i'm thinking like, dude, like am i fucking calling them fat like what the fuck <laughs> baby how i can really at, see us getting some pancakes <laughs> how do you like it how do you like your eggs in the morning baby <laughs> that gallery i looked at um oh man some of the things that people had on there were just so fucking dirty to where it's like are they just going for the funny angle did you just try and say something that's so shocking that people would then swipe on him as a result of that i heard this one guy was dressed as uh morpheus he was sitting in a chair and he had a red pill and a blue pill in his hand like he's like he's like you know says some shit like if you take the one to like go away but he's like and if you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep your butthole goes oh my god what the fuck bro that's in your fucking intro that's insane dude people are fucked up (laughs) the, the one gal who said she was looking for a she was looking for a man to come in her so that she could fucking Slide across the linoleum floor like a slug or something like that. It's the most fucked up, dirty shit that I've ever read. But it was so fucking funny. That's, oh my (laughs) god. It's so gross. Jesus Christ. It's like, are these made up? Are these real screenshots of things? Or is this something that's just been photoshopped? Because the, the, just... I'm a huge fan of human folly, and so that sort of stuff fucking sticks out to me. And so I really want to believe that these are the real fucking, that these are the real deal. That people really had those up there. Sometimes you just can't make that, the you know that that fucking shit up. No, no, it's it's totally fucked up. Wow. Yeah. You oh. know, in I think this is episode sixty-eight. Of Starcast. Oh, come on, dude. I wanted to be 69. <laughs> I was going to say, with all the fucked up shit we're talking about. Well, that's kind of what I was getting to. I was going to say, this might be some of the most fucked up conversation all in one episode that I've ever had on here. Oh, I'm so I'm so proud of myself. Uh, yeah, right I was saying congrats. I'm so proud of myself for this. Because <laughs> I think we sunk to a new level with me playing the Come Try It Out. Yeah, but but it's not like you did that. It's not like you said that shit. Like you're just you don't shoot the messenger, guys. Like Joe just played it. It's out there. It's out there. He just he's he's fucking bringing it to us. We need to know what kind of fucking crazy people are out there. Seriously, some of the funniest fucking shit I've ever heard, though. <laughs> I mean, that guy oh. instead of making a Tinder profile and typing all that shit out, he's just nah. I'm just gonna record it all in a selfie video. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you live your best fucking life. 
<laughs> oh man, it is so fucked up. <laughs> oh shit, I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> Let's figure something out, dude. Like, like I swear to God, like, and you know, you 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 try to make your profile like, like, like I'll I'll read you my fucking profile here. Yes, what please. Did I say, yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. I'm really making myself look like a winner here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Here we go. Um, oh, dude. Wait, wait. You know what? I I haven't fucking I haven't done it on Bumble. Haven't done I what? Have any, I haven't done my profile. <coughs> but, like I have my pictures. I've done it on Tinder. I I can read you my Tinder one. But maybe how about you help me write my Bumble one? <laughs> well, let's see what you got on Tinder. On Tinder. All right. All right. All right what the fuck we got here? about me ginger period podcaster period (laughs) single dad period kindergarten teacher period adventure taker period movie watcher period music lover sarcastic expert i'm a dad so i do dad shit looking to have fun and see where stuff goes usually an 80s song is running through my head that's it yeah see and what's funny is that as i'm saying yeah let's do this i'm like you are not qualified for this stark <laughs> even when i was single i had no game whatsoever oh dude man you, i don't even know what game i'm playing yeah, right <laughs> uh, it was it was bad <laughs> oh my profile was bad no me being single me oh, trying God. to flirt with members of the opposite sex it was it was not good i mean uh, all right joe um what's a little bit about me you're gonna write my uh bumble for me oh shit it's fucking dude this has to be a star cast first this has to be a star <laughs> yeah, cast first yeah, we've, de- we've definitely never done anything like this Oh man, my what? sex life is in your hands right now. <laughs> well, phrasing on so many levels. Um, I don't know for sure. You have something in there about you're funny because you are seriously one of the funniest people I know. You crack me up on the regular listening to your shows and and all the conversations and stuff. That yeah, but doesn't had. that come off cocky? Like, hey, I'm funny, baby. Like, they're be like, tell me a joke. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's uh, true. In- uh, instead of coming out and saying you're funny, you gotta you gotta write your profile in such a way that shows you're funny. But okay. if that's the angle that you want to go, which we've already yes, absolutely we've already discussed that and covered that I I don't know what angle to tell you where to go. Well, I definitely need some help. I don't care if it's the blind leading the blind. I need something, man. Wow. <laughs> I need something. <laughs> That's not a knock on you. I'm calling my. I, I'm the fucking. <laughs> I am. I am obviously not doing good at this. <laughs> so a little bit about me. What should I start off with? Should I start off with that I'm a dad? Should I start off with I'm a teacher? Should I just be like, how do you like your eggs in the morning? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to be a hashtag. Um. <laughs> Guaranteed will not send you dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I say I won't send you dick pics, but if you want Richard pics, I'm your guy. <laughs> extensive extensive collection of pictures of various Richards. Like the paintings of like Richard the Eighth and shit, or whatever. <laughs> Is that Richard the Lionheart? Wasn't he the king, the absent king yeah. from Robin Hood? 
See, this is how bad I am if oh, I'm dating man, shit. I'm, I'm talking man, about man, Robin man, Hood man, over here. That's going to get you all sorts of laid. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm pulling in that tail. Who even says tail anymore? God damn it, dude. I'm so off of it. And <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why I get no likes. <laughs> 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 oh shit, dude! Come on, Joe, you gotta help me out here. I know I'm, I'm trying. I'm racking my brain here. <laughs> Isn't this nerve wracking? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Okay, uh, add job teacher. We got that. <clears throat> there we go. There we go. Company school. Okay. I don't know, man. I mean, because it's like. Okay, so you get across like like what are what are you most likely to be doing on like a random say weeknight? Talking to Joe Stark (laughs) (laughs) and Kevin Shanks and Rebecca Dolly. That's what I'm doing. I don't know how well that's gonna come across in there. I mean, maybe they'll Google it. (laughs) What fucking Joe Stark is a questionable motherfucker. (laughs) No, thank you. You laughed at the come try it out, man. (laughs) Damn it, Joe. (laughs) I don't know. Why why don't we let that guy write your dating app? Oh God, I want to be arrested. You know what, like, 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 you know what, maybe we'll really do a first. How about we open up to some listeners for some ideas on, on this shit? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> they can send you some stuff and I'll fucking be at their mercy. Yeah, for sure. Definitely send in Facebook messages, emails, whatever. <laughs> Hit me up yes. Facebook, Startcast. Uh, what was the email? Startcastpod at gmail.com. I'm sure I'm going to get inundated with emails. But it's, but it's gonna I definitely, happen. Oh yeah, I, I definitely need I, I need something right now. I just can't have blanks. So so I need at least one cent. I need at least one sentence. Okay, so you've already filled in op- uh, occupation and all that. So you yes. just need to tell a little bit about you. Just just a little bit about me. <sighs> God damn, you were really asking the wrong fucking person for this. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, a little bit about me. Um, what does that say about my fucking self-esteem that I'm like, I can't come up with like, positive things to say? Because it's like, basically, I'm writing this. I'm trying to put myself in your shoes. And I'm like, what, what does it say about me that you can't say anything positive about me? <laughs> I did. I said that you're funny. <laughs> well, I don't know how to write that. Funny. You're a good dad. You're caring. You're obviously a caring person. You're a teacher. Okay. Um. All right. All right, all right. I'm sure there's some pieces I'm, of shit teachers out there, but I know you're not. So. Okay, about me, I'm able to keep my children alive. <laughs> um, it's definitely a good skill. Imagine, ah, uh, shit, dude, this is tough. Fuck this. <laughs> or maybe, maybe instead, like more focus on. No, nah, it's a, it's about me. But you could say more about like what you're looking for. Fuck, I don't know. <sighs> Someone to break my headboard. Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that there's got to be plenty of fucking ones out there for. Okay, so you got to think that there's probably like 
would you say maybe two different user groups that would be using this sort of app? People who are using it just to fuck and people who are using it to actually try and find a reasonable, you know, a relationship. Yeah. And so I suppose, you know, you got to ask yourself then which camp are you in there? I'm probably they, more towards the relationship part. Definitely. Okay. Well, so you should probably definitely put that in your in your about you that, you know, yes, you are your dad and you are looking for, you know, a, a stable relationship and a single geeky dad looking more for a Bruce and Selena thing. And not a Harley and Joker thing. <laughs> that's pretty good. It's a, that's that's gonna get your niche niche audience that you're looking for there. Right? I'm gonna say, yep. I just went full nerd. Thanks for swiping right, or thanks for swiping left. That's about it. Uh, okay, okay. I, I'm gonna stick with that one. Not a Harley Joker thing. That's a good point, too, because those people who are online being like, I want a Harley Joker relationship. It's like, you want an abusive relationship? Yeah, dude, you want me to fucking sick hyenas on you, you sick fuck? <laughs> fucking so, I don't know. People are so stupid. Those are like the people that are obsessed with like, um, like Romeo and Juliet. And it's like, uh, yeah. that was like a three day romance between teenagers and people died. This is not, not good. Yeah, no, no. If you're looking to laugh, I offer plenty of opportunities. To embarrass myself. <laughs> See, I, I, I like that. I, I like the self, uh, the self effacing humor, right? Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Um, okay, all right. So, so, so that's what I'm gonna do for now. But like, honestly, man, any listeners out there that that like, are pros at this, even if you want to make me look like a piece of shit, just just send it in because I will fucking go for it. I am, <laughs> I am at threat level midnight on this shit. <laughs> threat level midnight. <laughs> So yeah, uh, we literally just did that, Joe. We, we kind of made my fucking Bumble profile. Well, you know, hey, if it if it works out, yeah, let me know. If it does, you're gonna officiate the fucking wedding. <laughs> the only question is, do I do it in the Australian voice? Uh, <laughs> if, if you even have to ask, if you even have to ask. I mean, come on, you don't even know me at all, then. <laughs> How many listeners would I lose if I just did the rest of the podcast like this, eh? And if you say cunt snake like you did on the podcast. <laughs> the thing for the supercast? Yes. It was a cut snake. I know, but just, I just I like to imagine it's cunt snake. <laughs> That's a right fucking cunt snake right there, right? <laughs> a right fucking... Oh, man, dude. I was fucking making fun of... I, I, don't, I don't do accents good at all. At fucking all, like, like I swear to God, I saw like the only thing I can do is like eat a knife in it, like, like. <laughs> 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 
because I just remember listening to like a how this got made where they're talking about the movie Cellular with Jason Statham, how like he's a LA cop, but he's like purely British, and just like I lived here all my life, I have. <laughs> Grew up right around the corner, I did. <laughs> I'm gonna go see the Brooklyn Dodgers. Absolutely, uh huh. Yes, I am. I'm gonna get me a pint. I am. <laughs> I'm just like you. I wake up every day, put my knickers on one one leg at a time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's there's a handful of like different accents I can do, but and then there's some that like it's like no matter how many times I've tried, I've never been able to do, pull off a Scottish one. And I've seen Braveheart like a lot. The fucking Scottish one, you just barely have to be intelligible. <laughs> I'm Scottish, so I can fucking say that. I got a little bit of that in me, too. So I'm oh, not. same here. <laughs> you know, seen- I guess you can just talk like Sean Connery. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that video of the really drunk Scottish guy that's trying to say purple burglar alarm? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking beautiful. He can't pull it off at all. That's that's amazing, dude. I uh I, I got someone talking to me, Joe. I got someone talking to me. Really off of off yeah. of off of that profile? Yes. Well, that didn't take long, did it? Just talking about cheeseburgers, so I'm just gonna say you think I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because my profile picture is taken in front of a burger joint. Got it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Listen to this guy. Purple burglar alarm. Purple burglar alarm. Purple alarm. Oh my god! After this, oh my god! Actually, being able to play audio on these episodes that that my guests can hear is like it's such a revelation. That's pretty amazing. Oh shit! It took long enough to get there. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe what a fucking asshole it's been setting up all this equipment and everything. But I'm like so happy with the way that the setup is now. It, it, it looks real great. Really great. Yeah, it's definitely slick. You know, the but... pictures you posted? Yeah, dude. I'm just sitting here on my fucking couch with my HP laptop barely dangling on my fucking side table and my blue microphone just propped up on my uh, armrest. Real fucking classy setup over here. See, that's one of the things that I am a little bit jealous of with like those uh, blue Yeti mics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is that like my mic? Like I have to be like right in front of this fucking thing because it's like a very directional mic, and so like okay. I have to have like a big like fucking boom arm thing that's like attached to the side of my desk so I can actually have it moved over, but or you know put into the right position. But man, when I f- first did these, like I was just using these mics with the stands that they came with that were only like six inches tall. And so I'd have to set up like fucking shoe boxes and stuff and then put the mic stand on top of that to like get it close enough to my face. And dude, when I first started, it was just a piece of plywood. Like my podcasting desk was a piece of plywood 
that I would set up over the foot of my bed. And then I would put two totes on the ground about three feet away from the bed. And then that's what the other part of the plywood would sit on. And so I would make like a little desk that I would sit on at the foot of the bed. That that sounds pretty awesome, actually. It was fucking jank. (laughs) (laughs) That was jank. It was so jank. And so like I'd be doing like, you know, like those early episodes of, of, of this show and then like comic cast and stuff like that, where I'd be up till one or two in the morning recording. And then when I would be done and be ready to go to bed, I'd have to tear down the whole podcasting desk <laughs> before I could go to bed. Cause it was set up on the bed. <laughs> Fucking Tim Allen over here. Oh my God. It was, and I say tear it down, but it's like, really, it's like, it was like a two by four, like two foot by four foot sheet of plywood that I would just like, then like put on its side and slide into the fucking closet. And then slide the totes back into the closet. It's so fucking jank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, for for a while there, it was like I I took that big break to to get the, get all the equipment, and then man, for a while there, it was it was just hard to imagine doing a show. You know what I mean? Like I was oh, I was yeah. just in a real rough spot mentally and i was picking up with number like keeping up with number one comic books and everything just fine but that's just a very different show from what this is because like this one like yeah i like had a handful of like articles and stuff like that to bring up in this but mostly this has just been all just free conversation like it's just gonna go wherever and and man for a while there i just felt like i was not capable of carrying on conversation well yeah dude man i i I totally get that too because you know um, what kind of really got me back into it was um, one of my big goals when I started off podcasting was to be asked on to PCL, <clears throat> you know, and then I finally got on um, in February of this year and I was just on a couple, about a month, month and a half ago. Those were both great episodes too. Thank you. Thank you. That's all Brian and Jake. Um, but uh like it's so easy just just going off of their flow, but like even though the backcast is pretty well, um, you know, kind of like we're talking about like a niche thing, you know, still want to do like a lot of research and kind of lead. Like I, I got Rebecca as a co-host, who's amazing, but I definitely try to you know take the show running to the thing of keeping the conversation going about a certain topic. And it's like, you know, at first you just talk about the episode, but now we're adding news to it and we're doing some comic book reviews where I kind of all of a sudden I'm starting to put in like maybe five, six hours of research and studying just mm-hmm. to get ready for like a two hour episode. You know, you just, it, there's definitely a pressure to it to try to keep, you know, cause you want to keep people engaged, but you don't want to come off like you're lecturing, you know, you want to be witty, you know, like just like, so it was nice just being the guest on podcasts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I was just on Nobody Asked You, Kevin, where I did the 20 questions and all that stuff. So that was a lot of fun. But it is, it, like, it kind of is like riding a bike, though. Like, like once you get back into it, like, you realize why you loved it, why you wanted, you know, you know, to start up. Like, you know, you, no, I totally know what you mean. Like, anything that's good, it takes work, it takes practice, it takes effort, like... And sometimes that can burn you out, especially when, you know, you're putting more time into this sometimes than your own job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to step back for a little bit and 
realize why you loved it so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can totally relate to that, that if it starts to feel like a job and it starts to feel like, like, okay, back to the grind. Oh, got to record tonight. Then it's like, that's not a good place to be before you're going to do a show. And, and yeah, the level of, of prep work that you put into your, your animated backcast episodes, that really shows, man. Um, when I did that, that episode with you and Rebecca a couple of weeks ago, and, and you shared over your notes, so I could go through and read some of the articles that you were going to cover. Like, that was an impressive list. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is a lot that. of reading. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, yeah. But it showed, you know? I mean, it's, it, um, and, and I'm not saying that as a derogatory thing. Like, um, you, it, it was, you call me a nerd, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the one with the, the Bruce and Selena dating profile, okay? <laughs> yeah, if anyone gets that, dude, fuck. <laughs> That's like going to make said, it even harder now. Like, listen to this fucking piece of shit, dude. Talking about Selena and fucking... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Is everything okay? Oh, yeah, dude. Wine <laughs> bottle went down the second time. It's okay. It's the 199-est, uh, it's the 199-est bottle of wine from Aldi. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's the shit that really gets you turned. Oh my god! I almost broke down and bought Strawberita to drink tonight. But then I was like, Dude, no. I had the, I. I think I texted you like I had one of those in the winter. <laughs> I think like you my did. grocery store had like like three for four, and I was like, oh yeah, dude. Like it. It was when I did my first PCL. I had one. Like this is good. And then by the time I'm like consecutively in my uh, half of the second one, I'm like, whoa. Oh yeah, no, those things will <laughs> pack a fucking punch, dude. They're like eight percent alcohol. I'm like, I didn't know this room could spin. This is this is cool. <laughs> like eight percent alcohol, and they taste like soda. Dude, that's those are the ones that fucking get you. Yeah. Oh, for when fucking you can't sure. take shit, dude, man. Like, god damn. And and that's I think that's what made uh, I saw Endgame with my buddy, who. I don't know, whatever. Like, there's definitely a romantical thing, if that's a word, romantical thing. Like, we've been hanging out for about a year now. She babysits my kids and shit like uh-huh. that. And she she's only seen Ragnarok. Oh, and wow. And she knew, she knew how much I wanted to see Endgame. She's like, I'll fucking go with you. So it was, like, last minute because I didn't know if I was going to have the kids that weekend. And she didn't know if she was going to get a sitter because – um you know, she's, got, she's, like, adopting her niece or she's got custody of her niece right now. Oh, right on. I know that who's like she's about to be two, so she didn't know she could find a sitter, and so we were able to get tickets. We were able, we found out we if we were gonna go, we could go the Saturday it opened, and it was looking at theaters and everything was fucking sold out. But we have something called the Bistroplex, which is a theater, and the the movie seats have like it's almost like you're in college where the tray like there's a tray on the arm that like folds out into a desk. Oh, okay, yeah. So it, it, it's actually like a full-fledged restaurant. Like they have a menu, they have like entrees, appetizers, sandwiches, all that jazz, and it's about five dollars more for a movie ticket. So it wasn't sold out at all. Like there's a ton of seats open. So we did that, and she's like, you know, and I'm like, do you want me to tell you anything? She's like, nope. She's like, I want to know if this will stand alone by itself. I'm like, well, I think I can tell you right now it's not going to do that. You'll probably have some <laughs> questions, but please don't ask me during the movie. Yeah, if she hasn't seen Infinity War because it's basically part two. 
Yeah, and, and she got really excited because they had a full bar. So she's like, Can you bring two uh she's like, You bring two Bloody Marys? I'm like, I don't want one. She's like, I didn't fucking ask you. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, girl after my own heart. <laughs> you know, and I gotta say, like, she she loved the shit out of it. Oh, that's great. You know, like 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 she said she got everything that was going on. And the way she explained how she felt about the stuff she didn't get, she's like, it's when you watch a kid's movie as an adult. There's like certain things that are meant just for the adults that the adults will get. Yeah. She's like, that's how I felt like a lot of this stuff you were fist pumping for during the movie was. She's like, I didn't. She's like, it's not that I didn't. She's like, I didn't know what it was, but it's not like it confused me at all. Well, that's she's good. like. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she really for only seen Ragnarok, she really enjoyed that movie. Man, I, Ragnarok's yeah, one of my favorites. Sure. Also, Ragnarok is fucking awesome. But also, maybe it was the two Bloody Marys that did it. Um, <laughs> what do you think of uh, Infinity War going back into the theater with uh, oh, or continuing? Yeah, yeah. Endgame staying in the theater with some extra scenes. I mean, like. <sighs> I get it because I mean, dude, this is like eleven fucking years of um, eleven years of an amazing story that like actually paid off. And I think, I mean, it's already done so good in the box office. I I don't, you know, like when you get like, if you want to be good at any profession, you want to be at the top of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't fault them for wanting to beat Avatar, especially when Avatar. Avatar was more of a spectacle than it was being seen because it was a great cinematic movie. I mean, does Endgame have its faults? A- a- absolutely. Do I think it's an amazing movie? 100%, man. I-, I fucking love it, and I would love to see it become number one. I mean, yeah, there maybe it's not completely agreed upon the way they're doing it, but still, like, I think if you're that close, why not go for it? Yeah, and... I mean, it, it does feel like a little bit of a cash grab to me, but I think I'm okay with it. I mean, I I don't really care. <laughs> you yeah. know? I'm not going to be able to see it because I have the kids this weekend. Is it only in for this weekend? I, I don't I really know too much about it. The, I think it's only for this weekend, especially now that they announced that, uh, that like the digital release is going to be the end of July. Yeah, end of July for that. I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really like, and I'm I'm excited for Hazel to see it because she loved Infinity War, you know, and she loved. I took her to see Captain Marvel, and she fucking loved that one. Yeah, so I'm excited for her to see, especially the A Force part. Yeah, that scene her. was really cool. My friend fucking laughed so hard when that happened. I was like, "What the fuck?" She's like, you know, and I, I totally get her point of view. She's like. She's like, it felt really forced. Like, you know, she's like, it felt like, you know, we're really going to try to make these women look badass. She's like, but if you look back, she's like, during that movie, they had a lot of badass scenes without having to do that. She's like, Captain Marvel pretty much comes in and fucks everything up. You know, Black Widow's kicking ass and all that shit. She's like, so, so I I get it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was still a cool part, but I kind of get the eye rolls that may have come with that scene. Yeah. Man, I have cannot stop clearing my throat. Yeah, I, I, I heard lots. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I go more back to the Beastie Boys. Oh, let me clear my throat. Kicking over here 
and let all the fly Beats honeys voice. feel the beat. <laughs> Dude, man, I got drop. Drop. Yeah, no. Cooling on the corner on a hot summer's day, just me and my posse and MCA. A lot of beer, a lot of girls, and a lot of cursing. Twenty-two automatic on my person. Um, I'm not even drinking. This is bad. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Keep going. No, I think I think I got I think I got my Bumble profile right there. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh, well, uh, it was an old town road I was singing. That's the important part. Fuck that, dude. Working in a public school too. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that with a big fucking dildo. Yeah, it seems to be very popular with some of the kids. And like, I'm sick of everyone. Like, oh man, the first time rapping country, motherfucker, Tim McGraw and Nelly. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I think about it over and over. My again. rebuttal will be gross. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> Do you remember Nelly's first album where he had that EA song? No, what, what was it? I'm a EA. Country grammar. I'm a, it was EI. Underlay, underlay, mama, E-I, E-I. What the fuck did E-I mean? I don't know, but I can't fucking... I, man, dude, I was like 16. I just got my license when that album came out. I had the fucking Hyundai Elantra station wagon, fucking Forest Green, with a fucking... I thought it was hot shit because it had a CD deck. (laughs) But did you have subwoofers in the back? No, absolutely not. Oh, because that fucking album beat, dude. Dude, man, but that one song, what the fuck was it like? That one song at the end is one of my favorite rap songs. I think it's called Loving Me, where it's like it's a shout out to everyone that got a, you know, like that helped him get there and just fucking like me and my buddy Joel just driving like on a hot summer night, just like, hey, ma, how you doing? It's your son now. And I picked up the mic and put the drugs down. I try to do some things that will make you proud. I said that every time I call this to bail me out. Why didn't I listen to things you used to tell me? You know, everything that you said would never fail me. Like, they got plans for you. Ain't nothing I can do with the laws. Get the hands on you. I ain't listening, even paying attention. I'm just trying to get mine, taking advantage while you two jobs at the same time. My grandma, yeah, fucking. I can listen to that the oh, man, dude. Oh, That's God, fantastic. That's song, man. <laughs> fucking Nelly, dude. And, you know. Oof. That's a good one. <laughs> Country grammar, man. That, that is a good one. That whole album was really good. I fucking love that, dude. I mean, I, I guess I might have to play it real quick so people don't think like I ruined it forever. <laughs> it's a good fucking song, man. Can you hear that? I can hear it. Fuck yeah, dude. It's got a good beat, man. It's a good summer song. Yeah, all right. I think I tortured your face. Your- <laughs> <laughs> I was getting down. <laughs> we, we are going on some fucking tangents here, man. I mean, if if you lose shit. some subscribers, dude, I, am, I apologize. <laughs> That's what this show is, dude. It's it's just weird sometimes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's okay. Again, I say hold my beer. <laughs> you want weird, dude. Fucking buckle up. <laughs> well, dude, I've tried to do fucking episodes on this where it's like, okay, let's do a topic. And I, th- I think the closest I get to that are like, you know, like the, the comic talk episodes where we're actually covering like a book or something. But All right. Well, well, let me ask you a question. Did you have a topic plan? Did you have some like notes you wanted to hit on? Like, Not really. Like, like I right. said, like I, I had like a, a handful of articles and stuff like that down that I wanted to bring up, but, um, otherwise, I don't know. It's, I, it's just weird to try and su- yeah. like insert certain things into this show. Do you know what I mean? Cause like, I, oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've thought about like breaking this show down into like different segments and stuff like that. But then I was like, oh fuck, then it's. I, I yeah, don't but know. That's not what the star cast is. Well, I- exactly. And so it's like, no, I think just having a list of some things that it's like, okay, try and remember to bring this up because, you know, if I, if I read something midweek that I find interesting, I just copy the title and the link real quick and just drop it into like a start cast random topics type note yeah. list. You know what I mean? And then yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, man, dude. I'm like, I'm like pinball Paul, man, dude. I'm just <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Well, that's the way I am too, dude. I'll, I'll start a story, and I'll go off on a tangent, and then I'll go off a tangent on that tangent, and then I'll go off on another tangent, and then I'm so far out in the fucking weeds, I never even finished the first story that I started three stories ago, and it's like, exactly, wow, this dude. is this is fucking weird. And then I could almost just stop and trip out on, well, how did we get to this place? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's backtrack a little bit. (laughs) Let's retrace our steps in this discussion we had. Uh, Yeah. So I I don't know. That's just the way this show is. But I mean, we literally just started singing Delhi. I don't even know how we fucking got there. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever rapped on this show before. Yeah, it was amazing, dude. It was amazing. <laughs> it was great, man. Dude. I got my lighter going. Encore. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, this has been a lot of fun, dude. Oh man, dude, I, I fucking I was really excited when you decided to have my dumbass back on. <laughs> no, dude, this has been a fucking blast. Well, well, I was trying to think how could we top Ritz Cadillac. Yeah, try it out, man. <laughs> I was just trying to think, how can we top the pro wrestling discussion of last time I was on? And I'm asking people to write my fucking bumble. Either that's brilliant or it's fucking desperation <laughs> to the max. And I just come off of like a fucking loser. Call Beck because I'm a loser, baby. Why don't you kill me? <laughs> yeah, we need we need correspondence on both sides of the fence on this one. So you give us any updates if if, if this dating profile is successful. And listeners, if, if you've got tips for Paul's uh, uh, dating uh, profile there, hit, definitely hit us up. Please do. Please do. I'm <laughs> I'll pass along everything hand. to Paul. Hat hat and fucking hand. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I deserve to be loved. <laughs> so you're you're sticking on a, a release schedule now with uh animated backcast? We're trying to do every week. That's we're we're awesome. trying really hard to do every week. Um and now that like I'm trying to get a second job, especially in the summer, because it's summer school pays significantly less than what I make during the regular year. So I'm gonna try to pick up a second job when I um when I don't have the kids. But tonight was kind of a test run to see if I can do a podcast when I have the kids. 
because uh, I put them down at like 7.30. Well, tonight was 8 o'clock because it's a Friday. Uh-huh. And they're all the way upstairs, and they can't. They they haven't gotten up once, so so I'll definitely I'm definitely gonna try now to do it once a week, even when I have the kids now. So I can do it when they go to bed. Now nice. I can keep that on a continuous release schedule. That's great. And movies from movies from the heart. I'm gonna try to do maybe once every two months. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I just you're still ha- getting I them out there, Shanks but you're stuff. not you're not you know burdening yourself with them. Yeah, because like movies from movies from the heart's got to kind of be like Starcast, where I kind of know like obviously because movies from the heart is completely dependent on 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 the guests you have because because essentially it's it's their story. It's, yeah, it, it's the movie that they love, what it means to them, and you want to try to facilitate as much of what you can to get everything you want for, you know, like everything out of them when it comes to that, which why it was really kind of cool. When I had Kevin on, we did the first double feature where he actually had, he had a hard time deciding between two movies. So I'm like, why don't we just do fucking both of them? And it was like a complete polar opposite where we talked about fucking the crow and then home alone. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I do. I do remember that episode and thinking that that was a really odd mashup. <laughs> That's really cool, though. Yeah, it, it fucking worked. And, and, and like for that, like I definitely sometimes I feel like I'm putting the same amount of research I do into backcast because sometimes, you know, you, you can get somebody on that only talks like for 20 minutes. Like, oh, yeah, you know, it's the first movie I saw. I really enjoyed it. I liked it because of this and then they're done. So I try to like I try to watch it. I try to watch it twice, and then I go like on IMDb. I read the trivia about it. Like try to find, you know, interesting facts. Maybe bring up the soundtrack. You know, try to find out about as much of the movie you can, so you have somewhat of a good conversation. But since like, I've never next been time let you down. have that happen, just be like, all right, that's it, folks. <laughs> yeah, minute fifteen minutes. All right, we're done. <laughs> I did that when my daughter was on. Okay, shut up, Hazel. You don't know anything about oh, Moana. No. <laughs> <laughs> I no, love that the soundtrack was, for Moana. Dude, like, honestly, that was my all-time favorite episode of Movies from the Heart because she was just, so, you know, she was four at the time and she was really into it. But Moana, Moana is a pretty fantastic movie. <laughs> the Rock totally fucking killed it under your welcome. Oh man, like like and um I really love fucking Tamatoa. The big ass uh turtle or crab, I mean, um by Jermaine Clement that's singing Ooh, shiny. shiny. Like I just think that's so fucking <laughs> Yeah, no, that one's great too. So imaginative. And then the the song they sing when they're uh doing the when she kinda gets transported to that vision. Yeah. The way away one. That was fucking dope. Oh. God, yeah, oh yeah, dude. When she like, when she sees her forefathers like sailing, oh mm-hmm. man, dude, that's a beautiful scene. That one's so good. Another island waiting to be found. <laughs> away <Fantastic>. we go. <laughs> so away, good. away. <laughs> it's so good. I wish I could it's do like so the good. the 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 one that's in like Polynesian or whatever. It's just yes. so fucking cool. And just like, man, dude, it's just crazy how, like, I, you know, like, my kids want nothing to do with the Disney movies I grew up on because the animation to them is just like, what the fuck is this? Because, 
you know, that was like hand drawn. This is all like computer stuff. So, and that's what they grew up on. So it's hard to get them to watch, um, you know, like Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast and all that shit. Yeah, I I ran into that last night. I I played the very first Justice or not Justice League, uh, Super Friends episode for the kids off the DC Universe app, and they basically turned it into like a riff tracks event. Oh jeez! <laughs> they, they just fucking talk shit and made fun of it for the entire fucking episode. And it was like, all right, number one, you guys are really funny, and number two, yes, this looks very dated. And number three, you're ruining my childhood. Shut the fuck no, up. It fucking hit a nostalgic note for me for sure. But I mean, for them, they were just like, oh my God, this looks so old. And I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe some other day you guys will appreciate it. And maybe not, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and that's okay. And that's how I felt about like this new animation. I'm like, I don't know if I can get into this, but you watch Moana and a Zootopia and you're like, this is some beautiful shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, li- I like the new, uh, like computer style animation. It works for me. Yeah, I, yeah. I miss the drawn stuff, obviously, you know, because that's what I grew mm-hmm. up with. But for sure, you know, mediums change. So. They sure do. <laughs> they sure do. But uh, yeah, I think we can about wrap this one up, dude. Um, yeah, you've been you've been dying to say that, haven't you? <laughs> we're la- we're landing the plane. We're we're circling the runway. It's okay. <laughs> well, I hope this wasn't a complete dumpster fire. I don't think so. Awesome. awesome. I was happy with it. I, I laughed a lot and I and, and like the lady in your uh the, the swiped right on you or whatever, I like to laugh, so <laughs> Here we go. Hi, I'm Jenny. I'm looking for a genuine connection. I have two kids. Any potential man must have room in his heart for all three of us. If you're fresh out of your relationship, please swipe left. And then she has emojis of a volleyball, a football, a taco. A pizza and sushi. Huh. Now, if I put an emoji of a taco, I'd probably be reported. <laughs> well, I suppose it depends on what other emojis you stack around it, right? It'd probably be eggplant and hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> taco plus tongue equals like the little water droplets oh, or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I think the water droplet one is the most obscene fucking emoji there is. <laughs> More so than the goddamn eggplant. <laughs> Dude, oh, all right, like, and I don't know if I'm the only one on this. Like, it could be like the hottest woman that has the most intriguing profile, like that. I'm just like, wow. And then, like, but if you have the same name as my mom or sister, nope. Oh, right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Any Kathleen's or Veronica's? You're you're done. That's probably a good call. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just saw one, uh, Veronica, I'm like, hey, look at her. Nope. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> and that, those are the sage words that we'll, we'll steer it home with. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely be sure to pick out, or uh, pick out. <laughs> if, if you're on a dating got, app in I, the Milwaukee area, pick him out. <laughs> Or steer or steer clear, ladies. For all the rest of you, check out the animated backcast where you can find all fine podcasts and uh, get more of Paul in your life. And ladies in Milwaukee, you do the same. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you all very much for listening. Until next time, this has been Starkcast. <laughs>